coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three times. One episode didn't make it. <clears throat> it's key fault. Yeah, play, play this fuck up. Yeah. Uh, it was in the beginning days. I mean, we can talk about it. We have, we have 199. So I'll be my first hundred grand and I was like 24, 25 years old, like saying. selling books. So. You fat, you fat. So, <laughs> you know, success, you know, take away some of your, your work ethic. Too much honey get you sticking. So, you know, I, I've, <laughs> so I, what I said for you is, you know, when you had the baby, that was the time right there when those valid excuses come up. So I, I always talk about the valid excuses. Okay. So it's like, your why has to be in place and you have to give yourself something that's going to be like so bad to you if you don't complete it that you keep fucking going. Otherwise, you have to start and stop. Don't look at like the big thing, right? What can I do today that's going to get me to where I want to do and keep and keep and you build up on that every day. I got this thing that I do that I, I really don't like about myself. And it's beside and, your face. <laughs> <laughs> good pie, good pie, good pie, good pie. So, but I, I would, as your unofficial life coach, I would say. But how some, long? How long y'all be having me in? It feel like five hours, but I know what I mean. I mean, since you just started, <laughs> it'd be like thirty, forty-five minutes. We got to keep the momentum going in twenty twenty-three, bro. Damn. He said. He said. He said. He said. That shit was good. He said. He said. Look, when we let up. We slow up. Damn. That's <laughs> good. And what does that do for your body? So yeah, so the whole thing with intermittent fasting is May fifth, we dropped the uh we dropped the trailer for the Kevin Samuels documentary. Hey Kevin Samuels Star your room. boy. I'm you a star. I remember what it took for us to get here. I can see the growth from when we started. But then I'm also reflecting how much shit that I was not consistent in on his journey ready born ready it's Wednesday time for your favorite podcast the favorite podcast episode 199 quit yeah, fucking playing with me this a dad bod. Got a Quit playing with him. Got three on, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no kids, but I got a bod. Let go. And we're going to do a gel idea. What's up, family? You tuned into the Just Elder Podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hit the airwaves. I'm super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. I say it every time for 199 times, and I mean it every single time. Before we get started, let me just say this. This episode dropped on Wednesday. This Sunday, April 23rd. At 2 o'clock, meet me at the Russell Center, 504 Fair Street. You do not want to miss this. This is the 200th episode of the Just Elders Podcast. If you rock with me, if you love me, you want to support me, hey, even if you hate on me, be in the building. We want everybody in the building. Especially if you hate. Especially if you hate. If you hate, and I want to show you. I want to show you what your hate has allowed us to produce. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and, and we're gonna show some love if you're a podcaster if you're a uh, podcast influence a podcast producer we keep saying it. we're gonna show y'all some love we're giving away some goodies giving away a lot of prizes uh it's gonna be fun it's gonna be high energy i want y'all in the building so thank y'all very much is is good this episode i I purposely been saving this episode yeah you have you have for 199 you have you have when i'm like dead serious because i've been asking i'm like man when you on um, you see your boys on because i'm saving it. i'm saving it. this episode yeah. is gonna be important let's yeah. get into it uh that being said first person gonna hear the microphone you've heard it on a uh podcast three times i think this is your fourth time now Two times. Two times. This is you heard time. him two times. He's been on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three times. <laughs> One episode didn't make it. <clears throat> it's key fault. Play this fuck up. Yeah. Uh it was in the beginning days. I mean, we can talk about it. Yeah, we we're one ninety nine. Episode episode nine. Yeah, could we try to redo it? Yeah, that, we try to redo it. Remember, the first time it was, was that you? the poly one? I think the first one was the poly one. The second one we brought you back to talk about the movie. It was at the we did the first one at the center. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what the name of that center, the little event space. Yeah, yeah. And then we yep. did the second one at the apartment at the uh, at G House. Yeah, G House. But what happened was we recorded episode. We were in the beginning stages. If you're a podcaster, you you don't experience this. You record something and it fuck up. And it fuck mm-hmm. up. Like mm-hmm. we got home and the whole episode wasn't there. <laughs> it was there, but like the sound was it wasn't. There. It wasn't. There. And he <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. But to keep credit. We went back to the studio mm-hmm. that night, mm-hmm. recorded, put out an episode the next day. So I'm proud. Oh. When I say we had 199, we haven't missed an episode for 199 weeks. weeks. Straight up. Haven't missed one. And um, that's the level of dedication. But I want to talk about why that dedication don't transfer in every area of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to get there. Next, uh, this person, this is my big brother, man. 2011, people don't know this. I got in the media industry then. 2011 is, you can actually go on YouTube and see it right now. When I broke ground in my first studio in Conyers, Georgia. Um, didn't stick with it. The consistency wasn't there. And, and a lot of time it wasn't there because I didn't know how far ahead of the curve I was. Like, this was before media was what it is now. Nobody really wasn't doing it. I was shooting a reality show back then. It's on YouTube, Time Step. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I stopped doing it, and I just put my camera on the shelf. And I remember meeting this dude, and he was like, man, shoot, I want to shoot movies. Yeah. And this dude stayed consistent. And he is where he is now. We're going to talk about it. But mm-hmm. y'all, let's just make some noise for my big brother, Sean. The director. It's good, it's good. Filmmaker. Anti-hero, CEO, founder, whatever your title is over there. <laughs> How you feeling, man? Fucking phenomenal. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. You say that every time. Oh, you forgot to add red carpet residents in my intro. Mm-hmm. I am the red carpet resident. Red carpet resident. I'm on the red carpet more than the red carpet. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Consistently on the red carpet. He is. He is. There you go. Consistency. Yeah, I like that. I you know like what I'm saying? That. I done learned a lot from this brother. I call him in. This next guy, first time on the podcast, I've been waiting to have him on for a minute, man. This dude is special. I met him pre-Locks, too. Both of these gentlemen, I've been knowing him for a long time. Uh, I was a part of a movement back in the day. Um, what we'll call it? Black Wall Street Tours. Black Wall Street, yeah. Black Wall Street Tours. Shout out uh, to Kadeem Dunwell, YE Atlanta. Mm. Um, okay. He brought David Sands in, and they were doing that. <clears throat> and it was all these speakers. All these speakers on the circuit. And this was one of the brothers, you know what I'm saying? 
but he's also <clears throat> was a swollish nigga. <laughs> <On a second. laughs> well, so great the nigga that got swollen like <laughs> so uh but always cool and i was like bro come fuck with me at the gym and you know i don't literally fuck with this nigga two times and <laughs> got some work to do huh? got some work to do got some work no nah, nah, it's been three times it's been three it's been three two and a half y'all ladies and gentlemen make it make some noise for jamie the motivator What's up, Black Man? Hey, man, we here. It's overdue, but we here. Hey, man, last time I seen Jamie, y'all, was last time y'all seen me. <laughs> on the vlog? On the vlog. Damn. When was Damn. that vlog? Cody, Damn. give it a, somebody give me the time step on that vlog. Man, we were so motivated. We were so excited. Oh, my God. I'm about to talk about this shit now. We we can get right to it. Yeah. Like, what's the time step on that vlog, y'all? All right. But, uh... Man, we, I called this nigga, man, and I'm like, bro, this is what I want to do. I want to do whoop, whoop, whoop. And I, and I love my friends, man. Like, I got real friends. Like, I call y'all at any time, and I'm like, y'all, this the plan. And they be like, let's, let's do this shit. Man, I came in there that day, man, and it's really this nigga fault. <laughs> put the camera on this nigga, man. <laughs> put, put it on key cam. Poke your head right there. Look like, yeah, him, that, that motherfucker. <laughs> Man, I came in there to do my little fitness and set. Man, I have a motivator, man. Cameras on us. You know what I'm saying? I, I ate right. I ate a salad before I got there. You know what I'm saying? Drunk water two hours before I got in there. Ready. You know? Ready. I'm ready. And I don't know, man. That shit. December 9th. <laughs> What's today, day? We're in the second quarter. Second quarter. So like this, this is a real conversation. So, so today, so today, what we going to talk about today overall is, you know, I'm proud that I'm at 199 and I've been reflecting on this for a minute. I'm proud that I'm at 200. And, um, I remember what it took for us to get here. I can see the growth from when we started, but then I'm also reflecting how much shit that I was not consistent in on this journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if I would have been consistent, if I would have never put my camera down 11 years ago, like where would I be down? Right. Mm-hmm. If I would have stayed true to all the advice you done gave me in the gym, like where would I be now? Swole. In the <laughs> super swole. I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. I would be on a, in a completely different place. So it's people out here that's listening to this podcast they are trying to get to that next level, but they're lacking that consistency, mm-hmm. the psychology around it. And both of y'all are very, two very consistent brothers. Both of y'all are two very talented uh brothers. But most importantly, both of y'all know me. Y'all are like two of the first people I met when I first moved here. Mm-hmm. So y'all been knowing me like, y'all done seen all my iterations. Y'all seen Made. Y'all seen uh Spendify. Y'all seen... uh <laughs> You didn't even know what it was called, but it was mustard. Y'all seen mustard. And now y'all see Just Elders Media, right? And um, so y'all seen all the levels of that. So it's important that I had this conversation with y'all because y'all can kind of get the context of it. But also, I think I've learned a lot just by watching y'all. You know what I mean? And both of y'all are in spaces where I want to be. Like, obviously, you know, I want to be like this nigga. I want to be old toxic trainer nigga. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
We'll put that on a shirt and send it to both y'all. Right. I ain't gonna lie. I want, look, I want the same thing because I feel like you have to have a level of muscles yeah. to like get like a full sleeve. I want a full sleeve. Everybody know I've been trying to get tattoos for like 12 years. But I just ain't pulled the trigger. He don't, every time don't I, fat, man. He don't want that muscle. Yeah. He don't want that tattoo to be not what you don't, Nah, nah. Like, what you don't know is that, like, because I ain't a small nigga either, but it the tattoos, it make you look more defined. So, Shit. yeah. Look at his arm. That's a fat nigga, right? Matter of fact, okay, well, fuck it. Go look at Rick Ross. Correction, correction. I'm not fat. You're right. You're right. I'm fat adjacent. All right? Okay. You don't identify as fat at all. I don't, like, you know, like, it all depends on, like, what day of the week it is. I identify as fit as well. You know? <laughs> so, look, this nigga, like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> all y'all niggas is fat. <laughs> but nah, nah, like, like, that from the trainer, I want to be there. And then also on this media space, I didn't know. When I got here, yeah, I'm, I'm podcasting, but we getting ready to shoot a documentary. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the passion was there the way I thought of, it was always one of those things. I ain't trying to direct shit. But I really did. I just didn't see it. I was about to say, because you look back at that documentary, you show me that reality show. Yeah. You got the same energy you got now. Yeah, like, but were... I just, I, I don't know why it just seems so far. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, like I see this nigga, and I be like, man, it's going to take a minute to get there. I do the same with his work. I'm like, man, it's going to take me a minute to get there. So it's like, that's why y'all are here. If we want to know. Mm-hmm. We can get right into it. So before we kind of just jump in, Jamie, you can give your background, who you are, you know what I'm saying? You can shout out the Toxic Protege too. That's you know what I'm saying? Toxic Both protege. of y'all got... <laughs> I be hating on these niggas, man. Hey, when man. I go to that gym, I be the only nigga in there. <laughs> it be all shouters. <laughs> I'm talking about... Hey, look, that Kanye West workout video? <laughs> hey, look, look. And they be in there putting in work. They be putting in work. And them motherfuckers do not be looking at me. <laughs> like, at all. Like, you don't get no views. <laughs> they shit. Hey, but uh, to the world, my name is Jamie Hayes, also known as Jamie the Motivator. So yes, sir. Uh, I've been training, man, since I was in high school. So I was that dude oh, in high man. school, man, that uh, I was doing $5 workouts, 11th, 12th grade. I was doing midnight runs uh, all senior year. So in high school, I knew I wanted to do, and I knew I wanted to have my own gym. I told myself if I didn't make it uh, to the NFL, I was going to own my own gym. So uh, senior year got hurt, and um, I relied on my passion. So for me, Working out has never been a job. It's never been hard. It's, I, it's motivated. Like, when I wake up, I was on the football team. So, I obviously wake up at 4 a.m. Um, to be at school at 4.35. And that sounds crazy, but we won championship after championship. What school? Um, Tucker High School. Okay. Okay. I remember yeah. Tucker back in the day. Yeah. So, uh, where, where you came out? Came out 09. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they so, were signing in, too. So, that's yeah. the year we won the championship. But, ironically, I wasn't on that team. I, I quit because I got hurt senior year. So, First game of the season, I got hurt. Um, first play, first season, uh, first game of the season, um, I had a season in the injury. Tore my ankle up in fullback, uh, in fullback position. So uh, I went down, my ankle stayed put. So uh, ah. I tied the shoe up, and my ankle had flamed up the same size as my thigh. I'm out all year. Uh-huh. Um, but during that time, I was working out like crazy, got in crazy shape, and um, the passion was still there. And then halfway through the season, I quit the team, got a job at Bally's Total Fitness. 12th grade year. Mm. And um, since then, I've literally taught myself fitness, um, got mentorships, um, learned every facet of the business. A year into doing that, I started my own business. A year after that, I had my own gym. So like a year and a half after high school, I had my own gym. And over the last 13 years, I've opened up four gyms, opened and closed several gyms, um, hired trainers, turned my friend into trainers, got my friend here today who's my general manager, uh, grossed over $2, 3000000 million dollars 
in that time, didn't go to college, and here I am today. I was about to say, you go to college, you ain't go to no college. What's up? Jamie the motivator, y'all. That's what's up. Got okay. I'm going to get into that. God dang, killing. Count and shine. You can do your intro too as well. Yeah, man. Um, You know, I'm filmmaker Sean Mathis, you know, writer, director, uh, owner of Antihero Productions. I teach screenwriting. Got a nonprofit, the Antihero Film Foundation. And um, yeah, I got into film. I, I moved to Georgia specifically to do film. I was writing books in Philly. And I made my first 100000 off my first book, right? So I treated it like when I was rapping, I used to go out and hustle CDs. I was selling the books the same way. Yeah. But, you know, the, uh, those uh, book festivals was like a totally different things. I was different like, able to sell direct, direct, to, direct to consumer. But what I did was I knew that numbers mattered, right? So I would sell the books for cash at the book fairs and then find an independent black bookstore to scan them bitches in, I give them the cash and get the check. And I was able to hit Essence bestseller because I had the numbers to prove it. So I would do that shit state to state. So I'd be in my first hundred grand and I was like 24, 25 years old, like selling books. So I kept doing that. I did that for like the second book and I was doing the third book and the third book, I just kept seeing in my head as a movie and I had never thought about writing movies like ever. And I just couldn't finish the book. I kept just seeing it in my head and I would like black out when I write, I would come to with all this jumbled up script format, broken up script. I'm like, all right, the universe is telling me to write film. So I had a homeboy, one of the smartest dudes I know. We, we don't talk now, but that's another question. But uh, another, another interview. But um, I was like, yo, I'm moving to LA. I'm moving to LA. And he was like, why? He says, I'm going to write movies. He's like, nigga, how are you going to go jump off the bench to the NBA? So you don't you don't go to LA to get started. He said you gotta go somewhere else, mm-hmm. prove yourself and get drafted to LA. Right. I was like, right, I'm going I'm going to New York. He was like, No, he was like, Come to Atlanta. And this was like two thousand eight. And I was like, the fuck they doing in Atlanta? And that was the very beginning of the, if you know the movie yeah, industry. I was about to say, that was very, very beginning. It wasn't what it is now. It wasn't. I was about to ask him, what made you come to Atlanta? He told me to come early. to Atlanta and um, Foresight. I think just Tyler Perry was popping at that time. It was Tyler Perry and um what's the ball name? Think like a man ball. Oh, uh, um, Will Packer. Will Packer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I didn't know them niggas. Right? So he had sent me this link of stuff that was being shot in Atlanta, like this Google link. So I was like, all right, bet. So I moved down here like Two years later, he got into film, and it was like off after that. That's what's up. Or with two chains, and it was on after that. Two chain gave a lot of niggas a lot of shit. Yo, 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 shout out to do an interview yeah, on our podcast. Yeah, shout out bro. to two chain, street execs, Alan, Shanika, Charlie Tech. They allowed me to co-write and co-produce my first film on like a level like that. Two chain, so shout out to them boys, shots, man. Two chain, you need that podcast, man. Shout out, like uh, Shirai with God is dope. Talked about how Two Chain gave him a shot. Yeah, that's dope. And yeah, that's we how, saw that one. That's how he got started. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So it's crazy. So, man, let's just uh, go with you, Jamie. Man, you see people all the time motivated. You know what I'm saying? Niggas call you, say they want to do. Why do you feel like people just don't? What's the psyche of why they don't stay consistent in the game? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Um. So we all think that is consistency of what it is. So, you know, people would call when they're excited. Yeah. You know, when you want to work out, you know, typically like after a nice big meal, you're like, man, tomorrow I'm going to start my weight loss journey. Like you say that after a big meal. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> like you be out to eat with your family and friends. Like, man, this is going to be my last meal, you know, because you satisfied that moment. Mm-hmm. And then you thinking about tomorrow I'm going to get started. But what happens is when tomorrow gets here and you're no longer full and you got to put in that work, you like, now you think about everything you got to give up. 
everything you got to do to get there. And you go on the start and stop kind of process because you're doing it out of excitement. But the really thing is you got to create discipline, mm-hmm. create discipline habits for it. So I'm Jamie, the motivator. I always talk about motivation, but it's really the discipline that really creates that. So if you don't have the discipline to do it, say, hey, you got to make a non-negotiable with yourself every single day and say, no matter what the weather is, no matter what goes on my job, my kids, my work, no matter what valid excuses goes on, I'm going to create this discipline to be able to get it done. Mm. Bars. Yeah, I like that for sure. What discipline did you get in the 11th grade? Because, like, that's a pretty early time right. to get yeah. put onto the training. I've seen that happen normally after, you know, college <clears throat> or maybe after college, you know, 20-something. Yeah. So 11th grade. I, so I talked about my, you know, my season in the injured 12th grade. But for me, it started when I was 11. So when I was 11, I've been an athlete my whole life. Okay. So I went in for a physical one day. And a lot of times, you know, life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. So I went in at age 11 getting ready for a national swim meet at 11 down in Florida. And I go through a physical. And the doctor's like, okay, you're in good shape. But obviously, I was chubby. So she looks over at my mom and was like, okay, you're in good shape, but you're fat and obese. And I was like, dang, obese. And she was like, yeah. Look over at my mom and was like, yeah, fat kids grow to come fat adults. She was going in. They and used to call it husky back in the day. Nah, she was going in. She was a foreign lady. They <laughs> they say what they want to oh, say. Okay. Foreigners say okay. what they want to say. Right about she that. was like, yeah, you're fat and obese. Fat kids grow to come fat adults. You fat. You fat. So I went home and my life changed after that. So I became that obsessed little kid. Like I'm looking at myself every single day. So 30 days later, I legit had abs. I had abs. I was in shape and I was like, okay, I want to do this to when I get older as 11 year old, I said, when I get older, I want to do this to other people. I didn't even know about personal training, the gyms, but I said, I want to do this to other people. So you were the first little boy that was like, no weakness. <laughs> I, you see the little boy that be doing the push-ups yeah, yeah, when he was yeah. seven years old. So yeah. that was you first. That, that was okay. me. All right. So, you know, didn't know nobody into working out, but that's what I said. So, you know, obviously I grow up and, you know, play sports and all that. And then I kind of had a few more chubby years because it wasn't really me. It was just my family. Like we're from Alabama, we eat good. So I was gonna ask you, was you from always the south? In, so you had some chubby. Yeah. Years. So okay. my whole family, nobody in my family works out. So it's like if I stop working out, I'm gonna look like my mom and dad. Oh, so they just, hate to see you when you come here. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I had the snacks, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one. So it was it was bigger for me than just you know because it's cool. You get women. It's cool to have muscles. Like this was on me when I was 11. So it was mm-hmm. like you know I don't want to become that fat kid. You know. And I see people become, you know, some people are still confident, you know, when they're overweight, but a lot of people we know is, you know what I'm saying, they not confident. You know, men, you know, they have problems with women, they have problems with getting jobs, talking out loud, standing in front of crowds, all because Mm -hmm. of how they look. Mm -hmm. And for me, I hate to see my titties. I hate to see my breast, you know, my chest limping over to the side. So I'm like, I'm going crazy. I hate wearing a t-shirt and my 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 t- nipples, yeah, you know. So zoom in on Elder's code, hey. <laughs> but some people they they fine, but for me, like if I, I am, hey. <laughs> no matter what happens in life, as soon as I see that, yeah. I tighten up. Yeah. So Damn. I've been on that journey, you know, for a long That's, time. When, so. when was the last time you had a chubby a chubby moment? What's the yeah. Last so time you know, as a trainer, you know, I've been working out about seventeen years, yeah. but you don't feel like working out sometimes. Life hits you, you get unmotivated sometimes. Uh, then you, you know, you might get successful, you know, success, you know, take away some of your, mm-hmm. your work as too much honey, get you sticking. So, you know, I, I've, <laughs> so I've, I've achieved level of success to where I was getting away from my five and workouts. Now mm-hmm. I'm working out at 12 noon, but at 12 noon, I could get caught up in doing this. So now I only worked out once this week. And so 
for me, it, it kind of went back off this past November. Mm. This past November, like I was looking at myself, I was like, hmm, kind of, kind of falling off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it kind of rubbed off on me. That's what it was. You that's wasn't as motivated. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't as motivated when I came in the last time. So <laughs> I'm looking at myself, oh, and I was like, okay, well, I have been working out sporadically. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, when December came around, I was like, I'm starting now. So speaking of weeks, Monday I'm going into 18 weeks of mm. 5 a.m. workouts, five to seven days a week, mm. sometimes two a days, and because mm. I had to get back to that mode. But what that mode did was it allowed me to spring over to every other area. So it's not just fitness now. You know, I'm doing that same mode in reading. I'm doing that same mode in going to sleep and eating better and being intentional with my relationships and money and finances. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, savings is everything. So for me, the whole foundation of exercise and working out is kind of like it's life. Right. And then I build on that. Like that, like that. Man, I ain't gonna lie. That, that 5 a.m., you know, like when they be like, it give you energy. That's just always been a myth for me. You gotta try it though. No, I, 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 until it, you it, try it, it, until you commit to it. When I was working out, how long you gotta do it? Though? I wasn't getting up at 5 a.m., but I was getting up at 7. And so I would work out from like 7.30 to 9. And after that, I come back to the spot, shower. I'm ready to go. I'm good for the rest of the day. Yeah. And then I started doing two a days. I would go back in at four o'clock, five o'clock. I used to love the morning. You know workouts, what I'm saying? So morning workouts. The morning workouts they 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 set your whole day yeah. because your mind is like trained to conquer everything. If I did the hardest shit, I'm gonna do all day. Whatever else is on my plate, easy. That shit is easy, and I'm but, gonna blow through it, and I'm gonna do more because it does give you that. That joke, like, right, like for right real, like for right real, right for real. Now, it doesn't literally have to be 5 a.m. It can be 9 a.m. every day. But for me, I took it back to high school. So I worked, I used to wake up at 4 a.m. Like I was a leader on the football team. What time you go to bed, though? That's the question. So even, look, even if I went to bed at 12, 1, 2, I'm still waking up. But, of course, to get my best maximization, I go to sleep early. Okay. So ever since New Year's, I've been coming in getting, going to sleep early and earlier. So some days I go in by 9, 30, 10, I'm perfect. But days when I go to sleep at twelve thirty, I'm still up, gotcha. still up gotcha. at three thirty four. So you just gotta start there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just gotta get it because it, it just ain't. And you, I mean, y'all watch the vlog, y'all seen how I left there. Shit, I had to have who was that? That was, yeah, Cody drove me home. <laughs> like, like I was so goddamn tired. I was like, man, this shit ain't it, man. This shit. That's how I feel every time I work out in the mornings, bro. Go back. And I'm the next trying day. and I'm trying to get mm-hmm. break that mode. Everything about the gym, I hate. Like you, you gotta the, keep doing it till it get easy. Yeah, bro. That sound good. I'm just telling you, like, just, I'm just, I'm just telling where I met with it. Right? I, was, I was about to say, like, what, where, where is your mental at when it comes to working out? Cause we've been doing this 199 times. Take like, that every, same formula. Every week we do. And, and I can speak to it too. Cause I've been trying to get back in the gym too. Now, my excuse I throw out there was the baby, right? Like after I had King, like, cause I was on it. Like I was on it every day going to the gym, even looking better. My baby came. It didn't handle time. I was tired, and um, I didn't know about, and, and maybe you could talk about this, I didn't know about uh, a, a big calisthenic uh, regimen. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how big it was and, like, the, the benefits of it. Are you more free weights or more calisthenics? Yeah, yeah. Who, who so, of course, you know, most trainers become calisthenics because it's the cheapest way to get a gym. Mm. So you get a gym, <laughs> and you got no equipment in there. <laughs> of course, you're going to get creative. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a personal trainer, the only thing you need is the wall. Because everything yeah. else, you got the floor, you're going to stand up. So you be saying, hey, I specialize in calisthenics. You ain't got no money. 
But damn, it, that now nah, that you, you just said something because it's, it's a brother but I've been following and like broke ass trainers out there. On Cal State, but it's, it's like yeah, 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 it's the foundation. Yeah, because it's a toolbox. So working out is a toolbox. So you know, calisthenics has its tools and benefits, weights, machines, cali- um, you know, resistance bands, kettlebells. So you use all those things. So you're not just only one. Okay. But um, what I said for you is, you know, when you had the baby, that was the time right there when those valid excuses come up. So I, I always talk about the valid excuses. Okay, so it's like, it. you know, valid excuses is, you know, you can't go to the gym at 5 a.m. because you got to stay there with the baby. Got to stay in the house. But the excuse is you can still get down on the floor and do 15 push-ups, mm-hmm. 15 squats, 15 lunges, 15 um, jump squats, 15 burpees for five rounds. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You can gotcha. still do that five rounds. You can still go outside and run around the house three times and do that Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You're right. You're so right. it don't feel good. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Nigga. It's uncomfortable. It's not it's, as excited, not as motivated. I'll tell you my shit. I've been in the man, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But you can still do it though. Yeah. So, you know, but most people quit right there because it's not comfortable, it's not easy, and you have a few roadblocks in front of you. So you're like, oh, okay, man, I can't get to the gym, so I gained fifty pounds. But mm-hmm. you can still do it, but it's just you gotta work through it. Mm-hmm. Now this this for both of y'all, um, because I think it applies to creatives too, right? Mm-hmm. So to that person that is just like they keep like, cause every time you start and stop, I think it breaks your confidence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A little bit more sometimes. Like, speak to that person. If that person is starting something and they stopping and they starting and they stopping, speak to how do they break. And then they become like, that's their identity that they are a quitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how do you break that? And so, I know you see that a lot in your space. So I teach my writers, right? When we're doing character <laughs> development, you got to know your characters. Why? And we have to know what's going to happen detrimentally to this person if they don't achieve their why in a film. That's why we watch movies to see if the character is going to get their why and what happens when they don't achieve it, right? So when someone comes to me like, Sean, I want to write. Why? If you don't know your why, then that start and stop is going to happen. Try to get to if, the money. If your why is I want to get rich, I won't even train you. Damn. I won't even teach you. That's not, that. that's not what we're doing this for. First of all, respect the art, right? So if your why is to get money, if your why is to be Tyler Perry, if your why is you like the, you like the shit that you, you want to be on, on a red carpet, it's the wrong why. Because what happens is when you start, what it is that happen as fast as you think it is, then you stop. And if you see someone else doing it again, oh, I could do it, you start again, your why is fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. So your why has to be in line, right? You have to know what your why is. After you know what your why is, what's going to happen if I don't achieve my why? Because I have a philosophy. If you make a commitment to yourself and you can't keep that, you ain't worth shit to nobody else. Mm-hmm. And I got kids. So when my kids see me start something, they know daddy going to finish it because they know when they start something, I'm not going to let them not finish I'll it. Finish. Right. So my why and, and the, the consequence of not achieving what I say I'm going to do, I know what it is. So I think when you start anything creative, fitness, whatever, your why has to be in place and you have to give yourself something that's going to be like so bad to you if you don't complete it that you keep fucking going. Otherwise, you have to start and stop. And that's just that's just that's just like my philosophy. Yeah. And, and I'll just, you know, bring it to a simple point. You know, how you do anything is how you do everything. So it's mm. like, you know, until you get used to starting things and finishing them, you know, it's not about the thing itself. It's about just starting something and finishing. It. So for me, like I don't make things esoteric. You know, I got to do the biggest things or the smallest things. You know, when I do stuff and say, can I start this small thing? Can I just see it all the way through? 
with no results, not because it feels good, looks good, or it's going to be good on social media. And when I accomplish those things, it just gets me in the habit of doing everything I say I'm going to do. And that's why I pride myself off of like, I'm not worth a billion dollars yet, but I'm doing everything in my position, everything Mm -hmm. that I can to start and finish it. Mm. So the million dollars, the billion dollars is waiting on me to get there because, but I'm doing my part. part. He makes a good point, right? Don't look at like the big thing, right? What can I do today that's going to get me to where I want to do and keep and keep and you build up on that every day. A lot of person don't break it down. You know, we're taught in school, set yourself, you know, small goals or realistic goals or tangible, you know, tangible goals. Mm-hmm. It's another thing I see. A writer wants to come to me and write a, write a feature film for the first time, but they ain't wrote a silent film. You ain't wrote a short film. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be so much harder for you to write this because you ain't did this yet. Yeah. You know? So I got this thing that I do that I, I really don't like about myself. And it's Besides and- your face? <laughs> <laughs> good pie, good pie, good pie, good pie. So, uh, nah, like, it's... So everybody know I don't drink or smoke. Everybody know that. But the yeah. reason why I don't... <laughs> I know, right? Childish. But, but the reason why I don't, like, I always been scared of drugs... Because one, I've seen what drugs do in my family. And I ain't just talking about weed, but like any mm-hmm. like type of drugs. I've seen what drugs do in my family. And I always thought if I was to try it, I would suck at quitting, like <laughs> getting off of it. Cause no, nah, cause for real, for real, when I just think about like, you know, when people be like, oh, this is, this marks 50 days of sobriety and da 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 da. I got this thing where if I'm doing something on a regular and I'm tracking it, if I quit, I don't jump back on a wagon real fast. Mm. Like literally, I just, for whatever reason, and this is in journaling. Like I can show y'all my digital journal right now, right? Where I, I want to journal every day of the year. And then I might go super hard. That was me. I, I might go super hard for like 30 days. And then I drop on that 31st day, something happened. I don't journal. And then I don't jump back on to another 30 15. Days. Yeah. 30 days later for what? I be asking myself what it is. And, and, and I'm having this conversation as a real conversation. just me mm-hmm. being transparent mm-hmm. to the people out there. That's something mm-hmm. that I do. And it, and it, it, it reflects in a lot of areas. I'm just talking about journaling there. It could be workout tomorrow. It could be, you name it. It could be something to the point where I think that habit of mine scared me to not messing up on this podcast. Mm. Cause I was like, if I ever not did that, if I ever did this to this podcast, like it would just completely be over. So mm-hmm. that's why I kind of obsessed here, but I do got that thing. And I don't know if you've seen that in clients. Yeah. Or like, but I, I would, as your unofficial life coach, I would say the same ingredients, the same tenaciousness, the same, same deliberateness that you have in the podcast. Yeah. Like the same preparation you do the night before, like when you shot you a text late at night, shot me a text, like, like whatever you got to do for the other areas, do the same thing. So for me, like when it comes to working out, I know if I'm out throughout the day, I'm not going to feel like it mm-hmm. waking up at 3.30. But I put my clothes out. I, I, like it's first day of school. I had to put my workout clothes out. I have to put my clothes out that I'm going to put on after workout. I need to set up my schedule. I put I make all those things easier for me to say no. Mm-hmm. But not to say no. Uh, gotcha. So I put I, you. You gotta put that same formula into it that you do on this into that. I need a Keith. But, well, I was gonna say I think for you it sounds like you definitely need a partner in working out because it's funny you say that because it's been a couple of pods, especially in the beginning. Now we just it's a cadence. 
for the first 20 episodes, there were a couple times where I even didn't feel like it. Mm. And Elders would be like, nah, nah, we got to do it. The accountability. Yeah, and it's just accountability. Okay, mm-hmm. we're doing this together, but not knowing that inside of him, he's like, nah, nigga, if I don't do it tonight, we ain't going to do it again. See, I didn't know that part about him until we, you know, get into the cadence of it. It's like, nah, we don't miss. But maybe that's you. Maybe you are that person. You need that accountability. Yeah. You know, somebody on there. So you're like, hey, I can't stop because this person is expecting me. They depending on me. Mm-hmm. So if you need that, you know, accountability partner in fitness, you need that accountability partner in creating whatever it is. I feel like, you know, yeah. make it easier for you to you not to say no. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. You need the accountability in fitness. Because, like, I like what, you, what you're talking about because that's what helps me now. Like, if I pack my bag and I put it in the car, then it's kind of like no excuse for me not to stop on the way home and just mm-hmm. knock it out real quick, you know. And then when I look at my children, I'm like, I got to be here because, like, it's way too many young, especially young black men dying of, like, these strokes, these heart attacks, failure. I mean, so much stuff just with the heart. And people just, you know, we we look average, you know, normal. I mean, you're above average with the health, but we look healthy in the sense. Now I'm saying, like, if somebody walked in here, of course, they, 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 no, they look like the healthy niggas, but, like, wouldn't nobody think that all anybody in it was just, you know, going to drop dead. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We all look mm-hmm. relatively... But you don't know because, you know, you're not working out every day. You're not doing the proper things it takes. So, like, the motivation for me a lot of times is really just the time. Like, because I, I don't like to do short workouts. That's my thing. I like to be in there for at least an hour. I need a whole – I need that See, whole – that's mindset, though. That's mindset. Okay, yeah. we'll talk. I, I go back to what, to what you said earlier about comfortable. You say I want to do a long workout. You're uncomfortable doing a short one. Nah, fuck that. Just do it. But it feel like I ain't did shit. It no, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You it, are though. I did you something, are. but it feel like, you know, you yeah, feel yeah, rushed. Y'all, y'all be doing like 30 minutes, right? You gotta get over that. But how so, long, how long y'all be having me in It feel like five hours, but I know what I mean. I mean, since you just started, it'd be like 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't think it's about, I don't think it's about the time. It's about the effort you put in with that time. You know what I'm saying? That'd be kill. I couldn't imagine being in that bitch for two hours. But can you imagine doing push ups and sit ups? For 15 minutes every single day, what they would do for your body. If you did 15, if you did seven minutes and 30 seconds of push-ups, seven minutes and 30 seconds of abs every single day at eight o'clock for the rest of your life, how would you look? I, I gotta do it. I this mean, is, I, I know. 15 I, minutes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. See, train, train, when you talk to somebody who trains, they make you feel like there's but really not, but no like, excuse. But he's being real. This is a video going that around I saw on TikTok that said 18 minutes a day. For a hundred days, you're gonna be better than you ever were with that one task. Eighteen minutes a day. Yeah. We spent eighteen minutes in the car. Right. We spent eighteen minutes picking out what sneakers we gonna wear. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that, like that. I spend fifteen minutes, eighteen minutes air drying out of the shower. I I, I do. I could be doing push ups and sit ups for that eighteen minutes right. while, I, while while I'm drying oh. off. <laughs> T-Bot, hold on, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm in a robe, but I don't like shut the fuck up. You don't like towels, you know what I'm saying? No, I wear towels. No. Double jacks. Hiding <laughs> runs in place. Burpees. <laughs> now, see, I, I, now, I be cheating myself because, like, you know, my, oh, I know my son weigh a good, you know, 25, now he's 30 pounds. So, like, since I had the baby, I do be trying to curl his head. Like, I do. I, feel like that's I mean, I just think about, though, like, if I want to teach myself Spanish, and I was like, dang, if I did 15 minutes, of teaching myself Spanish mm-hmm. every single day, like what would that look like at the end of the year? That's one of my tasks. Yeah. So that's so, one of my uh like 
like Delingo, I'll be on Delingo fucking it up, right? And they got this streak where like they, they ask you to commit to a streak. Mm-hmm. So there's like a seven day streak. There's a 15 day streak. There's a three day streak. There's a 20 day. And then they got the 50 day uh, streak. My dumb ass always be like, yeah, 50. <laughs> like I don't be the little small shit. Like, like you just said, seven minutes a day on abs. Man, that shit ain't sexy, man. I ain't gonna give it. But that's how my, I'm just being real how my you mind gotta, work. You gotta, I'm being real how my mind see, that's is. how you set yourself up. So right. you go 30 days and you tap out. I do. Right. I do. I don't, hell, I don't even, big. I don't even reach the little seven goal. Like I'm going for the but, 50. Yeah. I don't even reach the seven because I'm like trying to shit on that shit. Like, man, that ain't, that shit ain't gonna do nothing. For see, me. a lot of times with anything you're doing, we talk about being consistent. Everyone's looking for the results and not, and not, and not the process. And that's me. You have to, you have to embrace and, and in some aspects, love the process. If you do that, you're going to have less of a problem completing it or getting to those milestones. You have to trust and love the process. That's, that's me. The process. You didn't say, I'm going to start this podcast and have a million views. I, after the second one, you know, you had to build on it. You had to get better. You needed music. You needed a logo. You needed all of these things. All of that is a process to get to this 200. I don't remember if I'm being real. When we started this podcast, my mindset wasn't even that. I'm not saying that it like, was. I'm but, using it but, as an example. But now nah, you just took me to a thought, right? Mm-hmm. To the beginning of this. Like my mindset, it was, and keep for tell you, we were, very, I was feeling very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Like because I had just, you know, most people knew me for made. Spendify ended abruptly. People didn't know why. Like, mm-hmm. why would you stop doing something that we just did an interview earlier? Um, and they were just talking about, oh, y'all had you were the best marketer in the tech game. Y'all was everywhere. That was the future. Yeah. So like to end Spendify, people like so people asking questions. Then I started something else, and then so I was like a little bit embarrassed. Cause I'm like, bro, like when it comes to like my work, my passion shit, I'm consistent. Like, cause I like, I focus and I get it in. So the podcast, it wasn't a big picture thing. Cause I didn't have a big picture of what podcasting was. Like I give Keith the credit on that. Keith told me what podcasting was. Mm. For me, it was the opportunity to do something. But I told Keith, I'll do it for one, one reason. We just got to be consistent. Then I end up falling in love with it in the process of doing it. Okay. Like I went podcasting wasn't nothing I was ever really excited about. And this the most exciting thing I've ever done. Hmm. And it wasn't it wasn't nothing that I saw me ever doing. It was even when I was doing media back then, I didn't see me doing that type of this type of media. You know what I'm saying? So it's funny you just you just brought me to that thought. Now, I fell in love with podcasting about 14, I started feeling good about it, but for sure, for episode, sure. Episode 15, 14. 15, started. 14, I really started feeling good about it, but like 23, 25 is when I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And that was about 25 weeks. Mm-hmm. I haven't gave work out that, <laughs> that chance yet. Yeah, I mean, scientifically, you know, they say it takes 21, 21, days, 21 days. 21 days to make it a habit and 90 days to make it a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm with it. Like, I think this is my last conversation I need to have to hear that I just need to stay consistent with my workout because the best time I felt was about two years ago when I was very consistent, was doing the pod, I was going to the gym, and then when I had the babies, it's about, and then COVID changed things around for the gym too. Like, 
did COVID affect? Man, I got into the best shape of my life during COVID. Mm. So for me, I knew it was going to be a, a valid excuse. You know, the gyms was closed. My gym was closed. Mm-hmm. I had my own gym and it was closed. Yeah. And um, people didn't want to come out. We didn't know what was going to happen. Human interaction was going to kill us. But they was like, if you go outside, it's not as bad. So I went to Stone Mountain five days out of the week. I went to Piedmont Park two times out of the week. Mm-hmm. So for seven days, I went outside. I got into the best shape of my life. I, I was able to run up and down the mountain, up and down in 20 minutes. Now it's taking me an hour. That's long damn. as fuck. God damn. <laughs> so, but, you know, it's really that consistency. But what about 20 minutes? That shit crazy. And not, and not in the COVID period, but I was referring more so to like that post-COVID period. Like right now, this year we're back outside. But COVID ended and it was like that year of halfway outside. Wasn't no concerts. Some of the we black, really, it's, it's black some people. Of, some, yes, because some, yeah, you know, some the of the industry, gyms open. Industry, yeah. yeah, some of the gyms open. Some of the gyms didn't. But like we're kind of, and I feel like that because I feel like during COVID, it was a lot of people in their best shape. Mm-hmm. And that year after, it kind of declined. It was like a heavy decline because we had to go back to work again. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You had, you know, so did you feel it during that? That's the COVID period I'm talking about like that. That pre we open not open post post COVID yeah yeah but you know it was never in COVID for us yeah it's like I would say no because like in Atlanta like I said I think we was only really on lockdown a month for real. You know, maybe four weeks, three weeks, four oh, weeks. Y'all was a part of that crew. Yeah, yeah so. I was out shit. I think you know, <laughs> yo, like, cause you know, look, you can still go to, you can still go to places for it to go and yeah. still be in the restaurants and stuff. I've been telling y'all didn't caught COVID. I never caught COVID. I never caught COVID. And I never wore a mask. The people who went outside. How many times y'all got tested? COVID. I got tested once a week. I got tested every three days for film. Cause yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the people, the people with the, I never wore a mask. And I, I, I was so into Did I not catch no kind of COVID? No, not even no like kind of COVID. After no. COVID was over. Are you talking about HIV? Oh, no, no, STI. So, so listen, no. The STI COVID. In my house, it was me, my daughter, my son, and my son's mother at the time. My son's mother had to get the vaccine to get to keep her job. Yeah, my son. I said, I'm not getting the vaccine and I don't vax my children, period. Yeah. She caught COVID twice. We were in the same house and none of us caught COVID. Mm-hmm. So I think it's that. And then I think they said like some of the old positive, old plus people wasn't catching it. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, I think just the human interaction. <laughs> nah, I that's the real thing. I told, bro. I just think the human interaction. think he blood cell both feet. <laughs> nah, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, Jamie's talking <laughs> real shit now. I just think the Deep human the interaction of people, you know what I'm saying, allowed me, allowed my, you know, blood or. You, you boosted know, your immune, immune system. system. Just to be, you know, just to be good. Cause like I said, I used to be around clients on Monday and then say, Hey, Jamie, today, Thursday, and I tested positive for, you know, COVID. I was like, okay, well, take two weeks and I, I go get tested and nothing. Oh, uh, you know, I, I heard Dr. Fossey, he talked about that. He was like, uh, a day party a day, keep COVID away. But now, like I said, though, you know, you know, restricted all excuses. We back on, you know, we back in the gym. Now, listen, I, I brought y'all on because y'all know I'm an announcement nigga. That's oh it. my God. I'm an announcement nigga. I am. I, I, like, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Well, JTM team was still waiting on you. Nigga, nigga, I'm, I'm back, bro. And I wanted you to be on camera and I wanted people to see. I, I wanted to be honest with y'all. I came in December 9th. I was hyped and I had a lot of legitimate excuses. That I let win, mm. you know what I'm saying? And I have let a lot, I've been talking about doing this documentary for three, four years. You know what I'm saying? So I'm about to go on a journey with both of y'all 
that people are about to see a significant impact in the next 90 days. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So my doc with my boy and my body, <laughs> we got a uh, Jamie. As a trainer, when people quit like the way Eldridge did, do you kind of like? Does it change your opinion on them as a person? <laughs> no, no, that's a real, that's a real <laughs> question. My nigga no, no, see me working. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> let me ask. Let, let me tell you. I'm saying that because there are people watching. Y'all yeah, have a yeah. good relationship, but I know having a trainer can be intimidating, yeah. right? And then you quit, and then you hear how trainers talking. They're like, you know, you weak ass. You couldn't come in. Like you see, just think that. So did it don't you, be him. It be him. Yeah. So. <laughs> I guess we pay good cop, bad cop. Okay, but, trainer. but because I'm like, I, I label myself as the motivator, right? Yeah. So it's a lot of trainers like, get your ass up, eat your lazy ass, eat that shit. You know what I'm talking about? So yeah. that's never been my approach. Okay. But it's like, I'm going to be consistently on you. I'm going to see you today. Nah. If I shoot you there at 8 a.m., you like, dang. Yeah, that nigga shoot yeah, them I'm nice ass texts. I'm bad that, cop all the time. I, that, I ain't going to lie. I remember when you text. <laughs> That nigga, that nigga shoot them nice ass texts. I was just like, man, damn, man, I gotta go fuck with this nigga. Like, that nigga shoot them nice ass texts that, you know, you just gotta annoy. Like, that nigga. But just, you, you heard he it said, though. Yeah. But you read it. Yeah. He, he said, he said, uh, dang, hold on, I'm about to pull it up right now. So y'all know, man, Jamie need to be y'all, be y'all no, trained. Yeah, cause I asked it cause that's a real thing because like, I've even had trainers in the past probably been like three years ago since I've like tried to use trainers. And I kind of told myself I'm done with trainers mm-hmm. because like, Bro, I don't like the energy. I'm like, bro, I'm paying you. Oh, well, the most trainers, yeah, if you miss their workout two or three times, they think it's like coaching, like coaching an athlete. Yeah. It's like, hey, you ain't being for real. Don't show up no more. Yeah, and I'm like, like you wasting my time. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I have two kids. I yeah, had yeah. shit. Like, you know what well, I'm saying? Well, here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. I'm going to play devil's advocate because I do that with with my writers. You'll show up to class or if, if you're late, get out. I, I have committed, paying me or not, mm-hmm. I have committed this time for your personal development. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to do the homework, if you're not going to read what I tell you to read, if you're not going to do something that I took my time to lay out for you, paying me or not, I ain't fucking with you. No, I got shit to that's do. That's why he not my fitness trainer. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show up for the doc. And I agree with. Look at Jamie. This is just a good guy, man. This is a good guy, man. He said, we got to keep the momentum going in 2023, bro. Damn. Look, look. <laughs> He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, that shit was good. He said, he said, look, when we let up, we slow up. Damn. You good, Jamie. You good. That's a good text. You know what I did? I need 10 right now, LJ. We need 10 right now. You know what I did when I seen this? Man, I put my phone down, man. I'm about to eat my ice cream. I like man. I ain't gonna lie. That that would at least make me want to just do some pushups right then and there. Let me do something. It did. Like 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 like. It, it, it made me feel like I, a piece I ain't, of shit. I ain't gonna make it today, Jamie. But I'm gonna do some pushups right now, brother. Look, it made me feel like a piece of shit. But, but in that sense, in that situation, like I did my part. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's just I'm that kind of coach. Like mm. if I see you there, I see you on it. But I see you kind of falling off. I'll check in, but I'm not gonna pressure you. And you know what it is? Cause I, I agree with Sean Loki cause I'm an asshole like that, right? I, I agree with how you approach that. Mm. But when it comes to like the training part of like, and, and maybe that's, I don't know. It's all mental, right? When it comes to the, the body, when it comes to you yourself. And I think a lot of people like that. Like you can give advice to other people. It's hard for you to do it yourself. Hey, what's you up? Can, you, can, like the weirdest, you can go work for somebody like else. Hey, it's hard for work for yourself. Hey, what's the, up, but that's LG? the weirdest thing for me. Yeah, yeah. Like you will do everything for everyone else, but not yourself. Yeah. Hey, I mean, what's up, Elder? Are, that, are, are you available today at 8 a.m.? Like, what's with the voice? 
Look, He's trying to make it sound positive. <laughs> not, not threatening. Nice guy, boy. Hello, hello, brother. This is this that nice. Brother, we need this, you. This that nice. Look, hold on. Then he sent me one. I got to find it. He sent me one. He was like, hey, no, we're not in the gym today. That's what you can do at home. Oh. <laughs> and he sent me the home workout. Dang. I'm like, man. Hey, you good, man. Jamie. That's you good. Yeah, you good. Yeah, now, that's, and then that's... I stopped getting him because I blocked his ass for about two months. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't get, I definitely didn't want to see this nigga in January. <laughs> but, but now, because that's, I, but I'm sitting here as we talking through it. I'm like, yeah, you know what? For the film class, I could do that. I could see my, I could do all that. But for the training part, it's almost like, I be in my head, man. I be in my head. I be, I be calling head. myself a bitch. Like, because then the other bitch. part of it is, let me ask you this, and maybe and, and pitch to the people: What is the true purpose of having a trainer? Because see, like with Sean, I can see, okay, I'm gonna get a movie out of it, boom. But with a trainer, I'm like, okay, you taught me a couple moves. Get a I, can, I can do, I can do pushups every day, and, and mm-hmm. I, I can go online. I can, there's a lot of free resources as far as working out, and, and there's a lot of people working out in gyms that don't have trainers, so. What would be, you know, and Let me I guess, use some pushback on that first. Uh-huh. He's a trainer. I'm a teacher. It's the same shit. Yeah. And 120 days, you'll get a film done. 120 days, you, you get the body that you want. So wh- there is no separation. But no, but, you, but, there, but, there but really you miss, but you miss what I'm saying though. On the teaching part though, I have you to come, you know what you're going to get, no, right? No, no, I have, no, no. I have to come to you to get the rest of the curriculum. I, I feel for the next couple of months, right? When a trainer, you may feel as if he's because he don't train you. He don't train you. You go basic learn, workout. Learn right? a good regimen so, uh, and do it on your own. Exactly, and that's what a lot of people do. They learn a good regimen, do it on their own. So I can. But get do that. they really do it on their own? Do you do it on your own? I mean, I try. Look at that nigga. <laughs> he don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you better say if you, you saying that you'll get a good regimen. Stop. <laughs> so, I'm, but look, though, I'm gonna use myself as an example, though. So, obviously, I've been in. Fitness for over 15 years uh-huh. and I work out all the time, but I have a trainer. So mm. the trainer is really just to take you to the next level. Oh, damn. Hold you hold build your foundation on you. Mm. You, you start your consistency habits. Oh, say that the, again for the people. You say you have a trainer. I have mm-hmm. a trainer. Okay. Yeah. So no matter how hard I work out, no matter my hardest day in the gym, the knowledge that I have, everything is levels. I'm sure you have a mentor. Yeah, in, I do. In the film industry. I'm sure y'all have. Like, so no matter how much of a goat you become, there's always another goat is up there. So you got to, one, be, you know, consistent on that and understand that when you need help. Mm-hmm. So is there certain times that, yeah, I'm not as motivated. I really don't want to go through my workouts. I need to get out of my comfort zone. We do things in our own comfort zone when we do, especially when we work out. Like, I'm going to work out the areas I like to work out. Right. So I'm probably not going to put myself through gruesome workouts until I get with my trainer. So clarify for everybody. You start with yourself. You get your own foundation. If you want to walk five days, you walk five days. You want to, whatever you need to do to prep to go to the trainer. Because when you come to us, we're going to take you out of your comfort zone. We might make you throw up. We're not trying to on purpose, but we're pushing you past. You don't punt him when you say throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never threw up in the gym yet. <laughs> no, I'm saying only a trainer can make you throw up. I, I never threw up yeah, by because, myself, but when I'm going to the trainer, I've thrown up. By yourself? Every time I do leg day. I throw up. Legs do something to me. It takes me out. I'm doing that by myself. I play sports. That play, the minute I do them squats, it's a wrap. Have you played sports before? I ran track. So only people that has played sports or allowed themselves to go through that pain mm-hmm. and keep going can go to, to that feeling. But the average person, when they want to stop, they're going to stop. You're yeah. right. When they feel that pain, they're going to stop. So when you get a trainer, you're going to stop at five sit-ups. If I make you do 15 and you do 15 and then throw up, 
that was a good day for you because mm-hmm. you pushed past your personal limits. Mm-hmm. So I just hate that fucking stairmaster. And then how this motherfucker be smiling while you fucked up walking on it and shit. Like, well, I ain't gonna lie. Now we we cause we don't we don't we don't have Kelvin on, but based on what I love the good, Kelvin, based, based, based on what the good cop is saying, I can get with everything Jamie's talking about, right? Because any trainer I had before, I feel like they were talking shit. One, two, if I miss a session, they looked at me like, nigga, he ain't doing shit. And three, they didn't sound human, right? Jamie mm-hmm. sound like a human. That's why I These don't work out sound with my brother in law. John, yeah. you know who you are. Yeah. Like my yeah. brother in law, he swole. He about John, like John, one of those. He swole as fuck. Super human. Like, no pain, no gain. Yeah. Been doing this shit since high school. Same story. Like yeah. literally, almost same story of high school. I wanted it. Yeah. His his brother, both of them, they, they just walk around looking like motherfucking hoaks. Yeah. Like it was like, man, come on here, little bitch. Like and then, like like my sister be trying to be a good wife. Working out, I know she hate it, but like, <laughs> it's the same thing. Stop with, on the side of the road and do these pushups. <laughs> hey, that, that's why they said Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan wouldn't be good coaches, you know, because the average person that's trained that hard, they want everybody to train that hard. Well, mm-hmm. well, goddamn Michael Jordan, he that's fucked probably, up Kwame Bryant. But that's probably why my like my class turnover is so high because I'm like the Jordan or Kobe. I don't accept like no bullshit. Like my turnover, like my success rate in my class is probably seventeen percent. That's just, hey, but I'm not type of, I'm, I'm that type of teacher. You know what I'm saying? You might find someone that else that might be more on your speed, which is fine. You do know you get somebody to come back when they more serious and like try to come back in? Sometimes. And you see the difference? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's what it is too. Yeah. I think for me, I just got to get in that. Um, and I, this way, I fuck with Kevin and James. I'm going to be real with y'all. Y'all niggas my favorite. Like for real, for real. These niggas really got a great program going over there. Um, well, I will say, I remember my weigh-in from the last time I weighed in. I have not went over that. So, That's good. I, I actually am a pound below that. I'm a pound below that. I was 225, 224 right now. That's good. That's, that, what did y'all Maybe say? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, not I'm not clapping that up. He just took a shirt off. That's all. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. Took a shirt off. Nah, nah. I, I, I always weigh in. He his pockets. Took his shoes off. Like you, nigga, I dry air and weigh up. <laughs> water weight, water weight. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right, but, I got you. But no, nah, no. Nah, so I, I have, you know, I felt good about that because I recently been going through like some, uh, um, some physicals and shit, like health wise. And Chris, other reason why I got to get more consistent because, like, on this podcast, I be transparent about that. I was going through like health shit, so I came out. I found out I had sleep apnea, right? So then the sleep apnea is a lot of bullshit that come along with that. And that comes from obesity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so that's, a, that's a level obesity. to it. Like yeah. you can lose your weight and then that could come out of it. You know what I'm saying? You can high, lose high blood pressure. Like, I, I know I suffer from that, mm-hmm. but I know when I'm below a certain weight, it don't, I don't have to be on no type of meds or nothing. So. Right. And, and we are trying to like, we're not trying on this part. We kicking up a gear yeah, at 200. Sure. We ain't gliding like we pressing the gas. I'm about to go even harder. So you know, where where I I know where I struggle. What would help me out on this? Just being consistent in everything in my life is really taking control of my eating and my sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like my days are nonstop. Like literally, I wake up early. I go to bed late. Like I just got to get control of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Any advice on how to really? control that but because creatively 
we know you you know as a writer you know at night you can get real creative like yeah. man that that that, that midnight hour is something about that creativity man when nobody fucking with you ain't nobody calling you i do my best editing it's nothing mm, 12 to 5 to, it's yeah it's nothing to stay up all night but it's like you almost donate the rest of the day because you groggy as fuck you know what i'm saying like really just trying to figure out how to balance that out in my life that's where you i'm trying to set a schedule you gotta you gotta like figure out like what your day looks like on average right now you know of course things come up or whatever so like for me i know if i'm not on set my day if i don't have like a meeting or whatever well, I, I, I'll, I'll know like the day before i have meetings or whatever so i have a schedule and sometimes that schedule will change day to day or week to week mm-hmm. so i'm up at six right i'm i'm out on my run at seven 8.30, I'm grounding, right? And then I'm in the shower. By 9.30, 10 o'clock, I have to eat breakfast. By 11 o'clock, I'm at the computer. From 11 to 6, I'm at the computer, unless I have like a Zoom or a meeting. 6 o'clock, I stop, I shower, I eat, I write till 9 o'clock, I'm in the fucking bed. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm on set, it's different. You know, we got like 15-hour days, so yeah. it's a little different, but you have to you have mm-hmm. to schedule it. You need like, it's like, when you want to, you talk about getting consistent, but you have to have some kind of structure, in order to help you mm-hmm. get to be consistent and maintain a consistency, yeah. right? And when stuff don't go your way that day, you don't fuck off the whole day, you have to pivot. You have to alter your schedule so you can still stay on and do the main things that you said that you were going to do every day without fail. So I know that I want to write six hours a, a day thing. without fail. That, that pivot. Like, that's my thing, right? Yeah, yeah so, if, so if I start writing at 11 and I got to do a podcast at three, right? When I get home, I have to put in those extra three hours I might go to bed a little later, but I still have to get it done, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so, if for some people, if you're, you know, and I, and like I said, I have, I have children. I'm a single father, yeah, yeah. right? And I still get it done. There are, there are no excuses. Mm-hmm. But I've maintained. I figured out what what my day looks like if I got this going on, if I got this going on, if I got that going on. So when oh that's up, this is scheduled that I'm on. Oh, that's what it is. This is scheduled that I'm on. Yes. What are you about to go, Jim? <clears throat> yeah, man, for me, I always, so I, I'll give you one of my hacks. So I'm big on surrounding myself around the right people. So if I were you, I would get around people that's in your industry that has no excuses, that's killing it 10 times where you at. Mm-hmm. And then I guarantee you, by the time you see they schedule, you're like, oh, man, I ain't got no excuse. So that's one reason why I have a trainer. Like, literally, I've known my trainer like 10 years. Mm-hmm. So no matter how much I've obtained and, you know, achieved, when I get around people that's doing things at a super high level, I was like, okay, I, I compare it to mine and I'm super competitive. So I'm that guy. If I'm in, if I'm on the treadmill at the gym and somebody is two treadmills over and they've been over that 30 minutes, I'm like, I'm going to look over, see how long they've been going. I'm going to look at their speed and I'm going to try to match them. Yeah. Like, so you got to find something that's going to push you like that. But whenever I talk to my trainer, for example, he'll tell me like about running a mile. Like I'll run an eight minute mile. He's like, it's cool. You know, all right, so now I get it to 7. You know, okay, now I get it to 6.30. You know, and it's just, you get get around people that challenge you and, you know, help fine-tune your schedule, and you just find the excuses get smaller and smaller because if somebody can do it, then it means it's possible. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. I like that. Somebody can do it. I, like that. I mean, it's like running that mile. The first person that made it in that time, after that person makes it, everybody keeps breaking that time. It's mm-hmm. like, damn, these people getting faster and faster. It was, it was a like, limiting belief. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I can rock with that. It's like that, that motivational speaker, like put your hand up. <laughs> like, now put it all the way up. <laughs> Why didn't you do it the first time? But, like, but what's, what's a, what's a good, uh, speaking of like running the miles and all that, what are good markers that like average, the a- average in shape male should be able to do? Like this many push ups, this many pull ups, sit ups, and mile runs. I mean, like I said, I, I can give you those numbers, but I just relate it to, you know, your average. Your personal average, you know, so whatever you do on day one, like if you go out there and run a mile in 20 minutes, the next day make it 1930. And then the next day make it 19 and just keep getting it smaller, smaller because your average is going to get smaller and smaller. But of course, across the board, you know, as a man, you at least want to be able to run a 10, 15 minute mile. Okay. What, what was my mile? <laughs> You know, if about, if about thirteen if, minutes, if the Olympics that. is doing four five, something. at least you know do five, do ten, fifteen. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. that's not bad. Okay, <laughs> right. you know, if if a somebody can get down, if a guy in prison can do five hundred a day, You're right? At least do fifty. Mm-hmm. But all right, but speaking of cardio, uh, does the does this increasing your cardio does it make it hard for you to lose weight if you are on a weight loss journey? No, so everything in weight loss, I tell you, is nutrition. It's really calories in, calories out. Mm, okay. So people try to out-train a bad diet. Or people try to run a bad diet. Like, you can't do none of that. It's like, think about it. I, it's, it's numbers. So they're not even increasing the weight or decreasing the weight. It's all about nutrition. Yeah, I mean, that stuff happens over time. But it, what I say is about numbers. So say you eat three times a day. So three times seven is 21 meals, right? Out of those 21 meals, and it's all math, if mm-hmm. Out of 21 meals, 90% of those meals are healthy. It don't matter what you did in the gym. You're going to lose weight. 90% of your gotcha. 21 meals. Yeah, I think, I think that was another reason why I, um, you had me intermittent fasting. And I was doing good, bro. And What's I, that? What's intermittent fasting? Like where the intermittent fasting he had me on was everything was between the hours of 12 and 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I don't eat till 12, till noon. And then in between, you literally eat your last meal at 7. You know what I'm saying? So don't eat after 7. And what does that do for your body? So, yeah. So the whole thing with intermittent fasting is, like, it's an easier way for people who, like, got crazy uh, cravings, don't like to feel like they died and don't like to feel like that they are restricted. You give them a time frame that they can still eat. So if you just start off and say, hey, Stay with your normal eating, but only eat from 12 noon to 6 p.m. That's 18 hours of you not eating. So you're going to by default lose weight. What do you do between them 18 hours, though? Like, what if I get hungry? If I, if I Th- that's the commitment side of it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the commitment water. side of it. Yeah. But we, when it like really breaks Daniel's down. Was it Daniel fast? That's like I'm back in church. Like, <laughs> no, nah, it really breaks down to show you that we eat off habits. Mm. Like, we just eat because it's just the time of the day. Like, we wake up in the morning thinking we have to eat. But they broke it down to where... You really scientifically proven that you don't need to eat like that. Like in biblical days, they used to eat like every 24 hours. Like eat once a day, like at, mm-hmm. when the sun came up. And they don't eat till the next day the sun came up. And then people like Dr. Sabian and stuff, they would talk about that as far as healing the, their bodies and stuff. Like if you only eat on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, like those Tuesday and Thursday, you allow your you know digestive system to rest. Oh, it's like when you, um, you know, you know, so you pig out, you have those big meals and mm-hmm. it's like, you be sluggish. But you overworking your organs, you're yeah. overworking your body. So yeah. when you allow that to rest, then that's how you, you know, able to fight off illnesses and diseases and things like that. So it came from that. And then it's over time. People just manipulate with it. 
So what, what I was on that shit for a minute. Yeah. No, yeah, you you definitely was on because you definitely wasn't eating shit. Then I stopped, and then boo, 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 boo. like for me, I switched over to like drinking nothing but water. So like, I don't, I like all the juices and the stuff in the house. I stopped that. I used to have this crazy gummy craving, like eating hella gummy. Like, yeah. I used to eat, like a whole pack within two days. Just cut that out. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to. But what about um plant based? What about plant based diets? Are any of y'all plant based vegetarians? Like yeah. So for me, like I said, I, I'll try everything just so I could be able to speak about it, mm-hmm. and just so I could be able to tell clients. So I've tried plant based. I've tried paleo, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, and um, it's a cleaner way of eating. Okay. But I, I'm one of those trainers where I ain't even have my book Ten Ways to Avoid the Hype While Living a Healthy Life. In the book, it talks about. You know, not getting caught up. Oh, you got a book for real? Yeah, I have a book. Okay. It's in the car. I'll give you a copy. That nigga shot the gun when he did Message. Yeah. We'll buy the book. We support so, around here. I appreciate it. So, but it just talks about all of those things are just fads. So it's really not what you're eating per se. It's how you're eating and is the, the, the behaviors you have around it. So I, I'll eat clean. So sometimes I will eat a vegan meal. I'm not vegan. I will eat plant-based meals. I don't only do plant based. Sometimes I do meatless. I'm not vegetarian. So all those and when things. You do eat meat. You eat the clean meat. Like yeah, I'll do. Meat. I'll try to do baked grilled. You know, if I'm splurging, if I want fried wings, I'm gonna get chicken that are fried. I'm gonna get fried chicken wings. Yeah. So do you eat pork? If I want it, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just still do bacon. Mm-hmm. Okay, still do bacon. So you know that one time a year around Christmas, I will do ham. You yeah, know, sure. but it's about total across the board. I have moderation. I have control, you know, and I, you know, eat. And I just live by moderation, just eating clean. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to get back right, nigga. 90 days, nigga. The red carpet, me and Sean about to be on together for the dot. <laughs> nigga, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my shirt out, nigga. <laughs> yeah, look, y'all know that Keith put his shirt back on, too. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm the producer. You know I me. Mean? I like to stay low and flex occasionally. So when I pop out, I'm gonna pop out on your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I don't get L's with the motivation he need to do it. All I need. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never gonna lose. My goddamn podcast. Come well, to the gym with him. We, we, we gonna go to the gym. Uh, we doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That we said three. Three. Okay, we do Friday. Yeah. 5 a.m. And, uh, see, what it is, too, uh, I, I got keep shot, not Kevin, man, because, you know, I be, like, when, when Jamie did, I be like, yeah, man, it's going to be a good day. And I see Kevin there, there smiling and shit. <laughs> Goddamn. Ready to give you the goddamn. I, I, that nigga just be smiling too consistently during the pain. Oh, like, he want to know, uh, like, the, <laughs> <laughs> like, when the villain be smiling when you in pain and shit, that's, okay, you want to know. It's that nigga, man. Okay, you know okay. But hey, I'm ready for it though. I'm ready for it this time. No, I'm, and, I'm excited. And, for like, and like I'm telling y'all, I'm, I'm transferring this. I'm transferring this podcast energy to every area of my life. Like for real, for real. I just I've been reflecting deep on this, mm-hmm. reflecting deep on this, and paying attention to those around me. So this is me giving me. This is me giving y'all y'all flowers. Like since I've been in Atlanta, y'all have been people I can watch and be motivated. You know what I'm saying? Even if we don't talk. I'm like, damn, my boy, goddamn, killing oh, yeah. it right you now. The gym. Like, same here, same boom, here. my boy on another red carpet. Like, I can see y'all, but I think it's for me to go to this next level. I got to be more wrapped in on y'all. So when I got an opportunity to do this, doc, I called Sean immediately. When I told you I need to get on this, I'm calling you, and I'm in your gym 
immediately. So this that's what this looked like for me, man. What's up? Um, is there anything y'all want to talk about is coming up? Like what the people need to know, how they need to rock with y'all, support y'all. Um, I mean, I just update where I am, you know, in, in general. So you steady growing the team, you know, so we are hiring for trainers. If you a serious trainer, you got the discipline, uh, the five C's. If you got the character, if you got the competency, if it's your calling, mm. um, my last two, um, Coach, no, no, no. Uh, cat caller, character, calling, call competency. Um, yeah, if we got the, if you got the chemistry to come yeah. mix with the team, yeah. um, and you for the culture. I, I like that. I like them five C's. Yeah, I'm yeah. fuck with them. I'm fuck with them. Hey, I like them five C's. Um, you know, maybe one day that might be my next calling in life to be a trainer. Well, I, 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 I will say, I will say, our podcast. <laughs> does always give me the hope though like when i wasn't consistent back in the gym you know and when eldridge fell off i know one thing me and him always say back is like now we know we can do it because we've been doing this every week so we know we got it in there so like i do i won't just not in and just say bro you just quit like nah we do are we are consistent in something we just got to transfer that energy i ain't gonna lie i'm gonna change that photography studio to a gym Cause we ain't been just, using just it. Just put it in the outside. Yeah, I'm, I'm, make the outside the gym. Yeah, put, <clears throat> put a bench back there. Get some plates. No, I need a gym. I'm I'm about to change that to a gym now. That's that's the next project. It's coming. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why you need to do it outside though. Cause you know how hard it is. Sean, what you got, man? What I got coming up right now is uh, May fifth. We dropped the uh, we dropped the trailer for the Kevin Samuels documentary. Hey, star your boy. I'm a star. Oh, tell them, tell them, I'm dropping them gems on that thing. Yo, E, E did drop gems. By the time we we did the interview, hey, I definitely want to see that. Elders interview. There was like two women that had like the best interviews, and then Elders came through and like knocked them out of the top. But then, then my man Daniel Dickey came through and just completely bodied it. So we had a lot of we got a lot of um, okay, you got Daniel on there. Yeah, yeah. What was the screening? I don't know when the screening is yet. So I just know that on May 5th, I want to drop the trailer because that's when he died last year. Yeah. So the film will be out probably in June, depending on who buys it. The documentary is about, we explore it, the validity of his ideology and why it triggered black women so much. So that's what it's about. It's not about him per se, like how he grew up and lived or whatever. It's about what he said. It's about his, his son's philosophy. His philosophy. His yeah, disciples. Because yeah, so, yes. hate him or love him. Like yeah. He, was, he yeah. was hitting on something. He was. And like, you know, we always hear that, oh, it was his delivery. It wasn't what he said. So we, I created a, a, a space I had like haters, supporters, people that was in the middle. I had, I got and two, trying to I take got two doctors now. that came in and talked about like the mental aspect of like the people that called in, the people that were triggered. So we explore a lot in the documentary. Okay, I like that. Cause I see on YouTube now, they got that, uh, a lot of people taking this shit too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people taking this stuff. Then after that, after that, I'll be working on the next documentary, one that Eldridge and I are doing. Yeah. At the same time, I'll be doing a documentary about the Red Dogs. Oh, snap. Yeah. From Clinton County? Yeah. Nah, I'm Atlanta. Like, Atlanta Red Dogs. Atlanta. No, but I'm saying, like, y'all don't talk about what happened in Clinton County, like, this specifically, like, those. Who's on Probably just like, what they was doing during that time. Like, during that time, like, they had, like, the whole, like, Riverdale, like, especially around, like, 2005. They used to have these big units popped up. They used to hop out on the high school students. Yeah, those were Red Dogs, but we started back when they were originally, um, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? When they were originally formed in like 89. Gotcha. So we start gotcha. there, how the Red Dogs, how what they did, as bad as it was, yeah. paved the way for the Atlanta that we know to actually happen. Mm. People don't know that. Mm. Yeah, because I, I know a little bit about them because I got locked up in juvenile when I was 14. Yeah. And one of the CEOs that I got real cool with was a Red Dog at mm. the time. So mm. I got locked up in 04. And it dismantled like 05. Dismantled around 05, yeah. yeah 05. Yeah. So yeah, 04, he had been in already like 10 years. Mouth full of golds, like tats everywhere. Yeah. He the was super was cut up though, but he was like him and his unit, like five of them, five of them in the car. Five of them in the car. And That's then they pull it. up on you like, you know, dope boys out there. Yeah. yeah. And they hop out and they like running. Well, yeah. Slamming you. Ass, yeah. They slam you doing whatever. And it's like, they, but they put structure. In the city, though, construction in the city, yeah. and allowed you know it allowed it allowed the city to be safer for the Olympics because that's why they were they were created. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They okay. need to clean up the city for the Olympics in preparation. So when they won the bid, the mayor was like, "Ah, right, we got we got to clean this shit up." Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I want to watch that. Man. It made you know Fuck it paved the way for that, but it also affected so many lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was yeah. like gentrification started in like '92. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We started cleaning up and. And demolishing stuff, and we ain't seen the stop of that. But it also they inspired a lot of music. So if you listen to a lot of early like Gully Mob and um, yeah. Kilo Outcast. Ali and Outkast, they all mention Red Dog. So even their presence helped shape some of the early music in Atlanta. So these, so this unit again, as bad as they were, gave us a lot of the shit that we kind of enjoy right now. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So we're doing that. And that kind of feeds into what we're doing. But we, I ain't announced. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It does. That's what we're doing. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, nah, man, gentlemen, I appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? For real, for, for the motivation. Uh, for anybody that's out there, man, these gentlemen, y'all need to support them. They are uh, the best at what they do. For sure. For real, for real. Uh, where the gym at? Tell the people the gym at. Yeah. So all things social media is Jamie the motivator. Uh, the gym is JTM fitness gym. We located in Chamblee. Um, but make sure you hit us up on social media. We also have a podcast as well talking about fitness, entrepreneurship. So just tap all the way in so we can get you right mentally, physically, emotionally. What's the name oh, of the podcast? Oh. Too Crowded. Too Crowded. Too Crowded. Yeah, yeah. Too Crowded, the podcast. Okay. okay. Rocking with rocking with Yo, with y'all on there? Yeah, yeah, let me get on. Let me get on there with my new body, though. <laughs> 90 days. <laughs> 90 days. That's a good one, yeah. Shine your writing room, anything? Uh, no, nah, it's like the same thing. I'm, I'm only on Instagram. So it's, yeah. you know, filmmaker underscore Sean Mathis. If you want to join the writer's room, um, just DM me and um, leave your feelings at the door. We work. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Oh, you know, just Google me and watch my content. I got shit on Apple, Stars, Amazon, BET Plus, Tubi, whatever. Just Google my name and, you know, all the films come up. So, and all of them free. So support your boy. Perfect. Hey, look, y'all. This is me being authentic and true to my audience and my supporters as consistent as we have been in this podcast there's a lot more work and growth to do this episode is the catalyst to show the difference in that so hold me accountable we ain't perfect but we are about to start working hey bro in a major way let's hold each other accountable on the workout that we do on the podcast if you go to the gym text me if i go to the gym text me straight up let's go together straight up all right Straight up, man. Look, we say this every week, man. We love y'all. We need y'all. But most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week at this live podcast at the Russell Center, April 23rd, 2 o'clock, 504 Fed Street, Atlanta, Georgia. You don't want to miss it. We out.
T.I. Outcast and Uwe. Everybody know about Atlanta. It's just a cool G. Everybody know about the scammers, about the trappers. And when we living now, it's just that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast. I'm trying to hit it real now. Hit a perspective. We want to keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside. Oh, Real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.